out. So we're we doing Halo. 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 Paramount Plus is Halo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sure. Well, Hi Halo the TV series. Can we go with that? The episodic series? I don't know how you put it. Just, just, just go with Paramount Plus because it's the only thing it's on. And they're the ones everyone's angry tweeting at when something's wrong with it. Hello and welcome to the Birdie of Age podcast. I'm Bass and with me is Birdie. How you going? And we're going to... We'll start off with that this probably will include spoilers. We are going to talk about the Halo TV series that was on Paramount Plus. So if you haven't watched all episodes, I'd probably suggest you skip along or pause, go watch them all and come back to us. Whatever, we're going to have spoilers in it, so we're just pre-empting that side of things. Uh, but it's now finished season one. Uh, I think the last episode... It was a bit, I don't know, I found it a bit, i got to rewatch it again, I think. It was a bit, a little bit over, all over the shop. I think, I don't know whether it seemed to me like they'd rushed the last episode to finish the season off. Um, that's an interesting take. I, I, personally, I think the entire first season has had some very bad pacing. It's either gone way too fast and then they've slowed down on, some really stupid stuff, honestly, let's face it. Um, the last episode. The last episode is how, pacing-wise almost, is how the whole freaking season should have been, I think. Um, but it does feel rushed, you are right. They had, the first episode, they had an amazing fight scene that practically um, introduced Silver Team going through and yeah. just killing a ton of elites and stuff like that. And then halfway through the season, same thing. There's that massive ass fight. Silver team is going in and just wiping it out. And let's face it, Chief gets his ass kicked by a freaking brute, Chieftain. But it was very well done, I thought. The whole battle scene was well done. The combat was very well done. And then you've got this... For the first time, because it's never happened in any of the games, it's happened in one of the books, I think, they actually go to one of the praise spots for the um, the Covenant. And I love the imagery, I love the way it looked and everything like that. And then they have this massive fight scene where it's just waves on waves of Covenant. And it all looked good until... Until, like... The other Spartan started dropping, and then I feel like these, whoever was doing the CGI and all that, went and took lunch, and they got the apprentice to finish it off because the CGI in that turned to absolute shit, and yeah. it yeah. it looked like Stargate SG One freaking CGI like back then, and for the time that was very good. These days it does not cut it. Um, and like I, t I tweeted out after I f watched the episode, uh, maybe Paramount Plus should ask Rooster Teeth Productions um, for some tips of how to do fight scenes in with Halo characters because let's face it, Red versus Blue looked better. It was pretty pathetic. 
Yeah, but I just thought that when I was watching the episode, each one after the other, that they were just trying to make each episode stand on its own rather than flow. I don't know if it was just me on that side of things, but it just seemed like there's like one episode where you go back to the lady, the the woman that they rescued from the, the, the Master Chief rescued from that planet and then she goes back there and you don't see Master Chief in that or any of the Spartans in that whole episode. Yeah, I, I think that's something that um, a lot of storytellers are just doing at the moment. Like, if you think of back of Book of Boba Fett, the same thing happened. They had like a whole episode and a half where Boba Fett wasn't even in it. It was all Mandalorian. Yeah, but, true. <laughs> like, it's just the a lot with these miniseries and things like that, even though technically this isn't really a miniseries, I mean, they've got a second season coming. Um, I feel like the storytellers are trying to do these individual episodes, might even be different things, where they all interlink into one bigger story. The problem with that is it's not cognitive when you're doing multiple seasons. And I feel like that's why the pacing was all over the show. They're trying to introduce all these characters and stuff to people that don't know Halo lore, but they want to watch this. So, yeah, it's like going on to the... Like the, they were just sort of skipped over the brief part of it of how um, how that one Spartan escaped and how Master Chief is still friends with him and it was sort of didn't really go into that one. Yeah. Um, that's what I've seen. A lot of people were calling on, well, where's the rest of the Spartans? And I'm yeah. just like, well, isn't that... I don't know. Is that because they need something for the next season to try and flow it? I I, but, I think with with the like everyone's been saying, where's the rest of the Spartans? Because I mean, Reach is still there because most of this is based on Reach, where the Spartans were produced and everything like that. So technically, there should be entire battalions of Spartans at this point. Honestly, yeah, that's what I would have thought. I was looking to like when they were going out to. That final battle, on when they did the final, well, the final episode where they're doing that big battle and they're pretty much outnumbered. I was waiting. I thought there was going to be more Spartans turn up, like but they'd sent in ones that they'd, I don't know, just throw in a curveball that like, oh, these are the Spartans that we've had in training, and now we're going to throw them in the deep end or whatever. And then it's not. It was, it's more was centering around Cortana, to be honest. No, I mean, that's very true, and, like, we won't touch on the Cortana thing yet, because that's that's a whole other thing, but, like, personally, I think with no other Spartans in the show so far, I think it was literally down to a budget. I mean, the budget's been absolutely huge, but, I mean, think of how expensive this would have been to make. At least now they've got all these props and everything to continue on with Season 2, so they're going to have more money for probably more actors, more Spartans and stuff like that. Um, for season two, so you might see him then. Uh, uh, Law-wise, I couldn't tell you why we didn't see any other Spartans. I mean, they, maybe they're in this storyline, Halsey's got them like hidden away, frozen somewhere in stasis until she needs them or something like that. Maybe Cortana uncovers them because technically they're meant to be all neurolinked anyway. Um even though I haven't seen really any evidence of that in this storyline. So, 
Yeah, it's it's an interesting question because it's not like they don't have the gear. But the other side of it, I've been seeing comments from people that aren't even into Halo that actually have been enjoying the TV series. So it is bringing new people into that um, scene and things like that of or people that like, I don't know how you put it, like the TV shows that have a that have emerged from gaming or gaming that's emerged from TV shows. Yeah. Uh, the Witcher did, the Witcher series did that very well and um, like as good as the Witcher TV series and the Witcher games are, the TV series was actually based more on the books than the games itself where this is taking a lot of, Halo's taking a lot of lore from the books rather than the games but it is technically like a non-canon version of the story so there is that to look at as well but it's it's just a weird one because there's actually many types of lore when um halo books first started coming out a lot of them it's kind of like what start happened with star wars a lot of them just being dropped from canon altogether because they were conflicting with other books that were more official and things like that so it's it's a bit iffy but at the same time it does seem it does seem like they have done a lot of research on different types of law, whether it's canon or not. So this could really go um, anywhere. But the other side of it is you've got to allow for the director um, mm. or the person that's doing the, uh, the screenwriters and all the rest of it. You've got to obviously give them some creative outlet. Freedoms. To actually, <laughs> freedoms, yeah, to adjust their, the show as to how they think it should be, should be run and how it's, how it's done. Yeah, um, and you're completely right on that half as well. And probably being more like the books and less like the games is what's bringing in those other people. Yeah. But it's good to see some of the stuff in... So you had the a lot of the stuff out of the games. Like you had the, We got to see the Warthog in there. That was in there a couple of times, I think. And then you had the the Pelican and the, sh- and the other ships and stuff like that showing up. Um, yeah. I mean, a lot of those, um, like the big cruiser and stuff that the Spartans use, that's only actually seen in Halo Wars games. I've never seen it in an actual Halo game, to be honest with you. I um, like the fact that they'd actually spent the time on the guns, like the Needler and other things like that, where you've got them taking out, taking, like killing someone or whatever, and then they're p- picking the Needler up and actually... Using they're it? They're actually zoomed, <laughs> zoomed yeah. like, but you can see a decent detail of the gun and they're yeah. using it and showing it working and stuff like that. It's not, I don't know. I was expecting it just to be some painted prop. bit of foam sort of thing prop that they're not even going to, they're going to try and stay back away from. So you can get that bit of, um, the, the, it doesn't, the realism doesn't show up on the lens too well. Cause they just got it backed off enough to, 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 um, sort of faded out into the background but they actually did take the time on a lot of the on a lot of the weapons yeah i i think they took time on a lot of stuff like down from spartan armor to the warthogs every all the vehicles stuff like that the guns were very well done um obviously the sound wasn't great in the first couple of episodes when you heard them but you notice by like the last few episodes when you did hear a gun go off and you know the sound from the games, they're actually a lot closer to the games than they were in the first episode. So they did fix that. But the other thing they yeah, fixed... But I, was, 
I was waiting to hear in the final episode or whatever, start to hear those grunts start screaming and running around and all the rest of it like you hear in the in the games. I'm like, I'm waiting for all that to happen. But I'm like, yeah, well, maybe that's probably not great on the TV show when you suddenly start squealing its head off in the middle of a show. I think they might bring that in later, honestly, because a lot of that was like stealth kills and stuff like that anyway um, with the grunts. But, um, yeah, with the sniper rifles and stuff like that. But it was like to see the big gauge sniper rifles being used and the the diverse of the different weapons. Mm. Um, to like even the 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 guns mounted on the warthogs to um picking up because I reckon they've the what we've seen the swords. There's I think there's a couple of like the. Was it the green plasma yeah, guns? Plasma pistols were widely used. Um, energy swords. Mm-hmm. Saw a couple of plasma rifles, a few needlers, carbines. Yeah, and then the big, big axe. <laughs> the grav hammer. <laughs> yeah, the grav hammer. So, I don't know. I think they picked it up pretty well, but that's what some of the comments that I have seen saying that now they've been able to spend the money on the props in the first season that maybe they can then, if they've got the same sort of budget in the second season, develop a bit more. Mm. But did you notice that probably the biggest change from what everyone was hating on to when it actually first released in the series was? No. Remember how everyone hated the way Cortana looked in the trailer? Yeah, I remember that part comment, yeah. If you actually look at that original trailer now, like look it up on YouTube and put it up against the exact same shot in the series, they've edited it. They edited her look in the last minutes, I reckon. Because she does look better. And okay. you, can, really? you can... There's a couple of bad angles throughout the series that I noticed, but for the most part... She's almost perfect. Well, at least they've taken feedback from the obviously from the trailer and everything like that, and worked on it. They're not just going, "Oh well, that's done, done." We'll just send it out as it is. They they literally did a Sonic movie, and they didn't want to admit it. <laughs> but I actually thought the TV series was quite well done. I did enjoy it. I did end up. It's one of those first series that I've had where I've actually watched each week's episode multiple times mm. just to see if I can catch any I don't know it's just the, probably the gamer in me or whatever just trying to catch anything that's in the background it's one okay. of those things looking for those easter eggs in the shows just to see if anything pops up there was a couple know. of things but I'd have to rewatch very closely to see more I reckon but yeah. I mean you're right, it, it was very well done, and as we've seen in the past, a live-action Halo movie or series, mini-series or anything like that, it's bloody hard to do. Because there's yeah. been some in the past, and they've been done okay, but nothing to this level. So, like, congratulations to them. They actually took a pretty good swing at it. You reckon we're going to see any other games brought to TV? Got, well, I think Witcher is in production for another season, isn't it? Yeah, it's up for a third season. Yeah, so that's uh, another. You got Witcher, and you got Halo. A long time ago, there was um, rumors of a Dead Rising game, a uh, Dead Rising series coming out, but then The Walking Dead happened. 
So yeah. I don't know what's what's with that. Um, there is the Mario movie coming out, even though it's been delayed. Mm. Oh, we're starting to see some bits and pieces for it. But I think I think someone's got to tackle a live action version of a Final Fantasy game. Just I just want to see what they do with the big hair <laughs> and the big weapons. Yeah, <laughs> got to drag it's a like, fifty foot prop around. <laughs> well, it's like if someone ended up wanting to do um, was it Kingdom Hearts into a movie or something like that? The big ass Keyblade. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like ah, well, this is what it is, sort of thing. But I know that talking about sizing and stuff like that is there was the discussion over the brute size of the brute compared oh, to, yeah. to the size of master chief and i'm like well when you're wheeling a decent sized grav hammer and all the rest of it i thought it was thought it was appropriate um like he's meant to be a big brute chieftain and like halo all the original halos and stuff like that like brutes are big but they're not that much bigger than chief and he's meant to be seven foot something but in halo infinite when you do come against up against like one of the big freaking brutes they are sizable even compared yeah, no, to chief gonna say in the story moment i've been playing halo infinite there's been a that's what um i had me thinking that the, the size was right because i'd obviously been playing some of the single player still and going across the yeah the big brute chieftains and the guys mm. are big like the fact is when he's he's taken up the whole doorway walking through a bloody um hallway in infinite or walking through a doorway towards you in infinite and there's no way you can get back through that doorway so you've got to sort of balk him and try and get around him um that's what had me thinking that the size is the way it is but then i haven't it's been a while since i've actually played through the previous Halos or Master Chief Collection. See, the way I see it is like, let's say the new generation of Brute Chieftains are probably as big as what, well, actually, I think they're even a little bit bigger as what the original Hunters were like. Like, you saw them and they were big. And that's what a Brute Chieftain reminds me of now, so... You know, it is what it is, and I think a lot of people that have actually made that speculation maybe not has played much Halo Infinite, because... Let's face it, that's a thing. and yeah. Or it's just very fond memories of the original Halo series where you can literally like launch a freaking brute off the edge of a cliff if you wanted to, whereas in Infinite, they could probably throw you across the map. <laughs> yep. But hey, it gives you... It's a, obviously part of the timeline, so it gives you new challenges. New challenges, bigger meat to hit, more bullets mm-hmm. to fire. And much better, much more fun with a rocket launcher. Bigger target to hit with, or easier target to hit with a rocket launcher. Just don't hit one in a warthog, they stop you. (laughs) Anyways, that's what our take is on the Halo um, TV series. And so that's all we've got time for on today, on this episode. Until next time, we'll see you later. See ya. (laughs) 